Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Men are under attack in the United States of America. It is no longer politically correct to be an alpha American. It is no longer correct, politically correct, to be a male with raging amounts of testosterone. It is no longer politically correct To be a man that acts like a man, that does manly things like smoke cigars, drink libations, play golf, go to the shooting range, chase dames. Well, I'm here to tell you, lieutenants, that will not stand. I am proud to be 100% USDA Alpha American. Today, we take head on the attack on masculine men on a special primetime edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Long-ass greetings and salutations, a long-ass snappy salute, semper delictatio, always pleasure. Happy Passover, happy Easter to all of you. Lieutenants, today we are conducting live broadcast maneuvers at a different day and time than normal. Normally we come to you Saturdays noon to 2 Eastern, and if you are listening to us now, Saturdays noon to 2 or uh, other time on Saturday on one of our many coast-to-coast cigar and pleasure-friendly affiliates, fear not. This is still a fresh show, but we're doing something a little bit different. Today's show is coming to you originally live, a primetime edition, Thursday evening, April 17th, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Why the change? It's not going to be permanent, but over the last number of months, I've been receiving a plethora of email from lieutenants saying, General, I've got a question for you. I can't ask it. I'm either working on Saturday or I've got something else going on, and I want to be able to ask you this question. So they send me long emails. And unfortunately, I can't respond to many of those emails. So I said, well, how about we do something harnessing the technology that is now available to us? Between our mobile apps, our CigarDave.com live stream, we are able to come to you anytime, any day, anytime, any place, and originate live. So if you have a question and you are listening to us, it is Thursday, uh, April 17th, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Give us a call at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. If you are listening to us Saturdays, or on Saturday during our normal time or the normal time that your local affiliate carries us, just sit back, 
fire up a cigar, pour yourself a libation, and enjoy. Because we have a ton to get to today as we focus on attack on masculine men. But being that this is a special primetime edition, it is now 7.09 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, April 17th. And I guarantee many of you are heading home. Many of you may be home. If you're listening to us on the West Coast Live, you may be sitting in traffic. Well, I can tell you one thing. It is time to kick back, fire up a cigar, and pour myself a cocktail, which is exactly what I'm going to do to lead off this special primetime edition of The Cigar Dave Show. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. This month's Officers Club Selection, April 2014, comes from Rocky Patel. And I got to tell you, Rocky has been pumping out some fantastic cigars. There's no question about that. He's been doing it for about 15 years now. And every year, he seems to outdo himself. I talked a couple of weeks ago about the Rocky Patel Edge B52. Love that size. Love that cigar. It is fantastic. And we have come up with another great cigar for the Officers Club. March, we had the Muat, the Mayuzi weighs a ton by Drew Estate. Beautiful stick. No less beautiful is this super premium Rocky Patel Platinum. You are lucky uh, enough to be a member of our Officers Club. You have just received three of these Platinum Robustos. Magnificent cigar. Let me tell you about this stick. This was inspired by the limited edition Rocky Patel 50th cigar that he came out with a few years ago to celebrate his birthday. Limited edition stick went over so well, Rocky wanted to put a little bit of a different slant on it keep many of the essentials in the blend the same, but he wanted to change the wrapper. So he found a very limited, very rare Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro. Now, Oscuro is more dark than Maduro. Oscuro is almost a black wrapper. This is a deep, dark wrapper. This is a square-pressed cigar. The binder is San Andreas from Mexico. And many people thought Mexican wrapper, Mexican tobaccos are very harsh. They're too strong. Not the case. They make a grow magnificent tobacco. The Torrent family has been doing it for a long time. And that San Andrean Marone, one of the most popular and most expensive wrappers available today. The filler is from Nicaragua. And this is a decadent, rich powerhouse. Nice, tantalizing, dark Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper loaded with a lot of natural oil. And uh, as I said in the informational insert that accompanied the Officers Club selection of Rocky Patel Platinum, that as soon as you like this, you will be loaded with intense sensory experience on your palate. A nice sensory welcome. Medium to full-bodied in strength, nice notes of vanilla, some sweet spice and black pepper. It's limited because of the superb wrapper. It's the dark of the Habano, or Habano Ecuadorian wrapper. It's the top of the plant. It is the darker part of the plant. Nice square pressed, almost a flat wafer type uh, feel in your hand. Beautiful Rocky Patel Platinum uh, silver looking band. Suggested retail on these Robustos are about $10.50. So for $22.95, you receive three cigars worth roughly about, uh, well, let's say about $33 to $35, bucks, maybe more depending on what state you live in. But it's a beautiful stick, and I will enjoy it today for our Cigar Day primetime special. Cigar-altering and highly-sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine is ready for action. 
Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Cigar Dave's signature lock-and-load prototype. Five jet flames ready to go. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right, I'm going to cut the end of this beautiful Rocky Patel Platinum. It's about five. It's deceiving. Because it's so square-pressed, it's five inches in length with about a 50-52 ring gauge, but it looks a lot less. But because it's been pressed, it's a little bit on the squash side, but I will take my cutter to the end of this beautiful-looking cigar. I will toast the foot of this stick. Ah, this is a wonderful way to either end your day or, in my case, start your day. Let me continue toasting the foot of this stick. And I'll gently puff and rotate. Mmm. Great draw. A lot of spice. Mmm. Great way to end your day, start your day. I'm starting broadcast maneuvers here. Kind of unusual that we do our litation ceremony right at the top. But for those of you that are listening at home in your car, I know you probably beat me to the punch already, so I want to have a cigar ready to go. Now, I have to have the proper accompaniment to this fine cigar. I need a little libation to wash it all down with. Scotch, bourbon, and beer commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, I was recently in the uh, Napa, Sonoma Valleys of the People's Republic of California, and one of the boutique vineyards that I had the pleasure to visit was Black Cat Vineyard. Just an absolutely magnificent-looking uh, vineyard. Actually, they have several vineyards, but I went to their main tasting room, their main vineyard. It is an absolutely just picturesque place. Wonderful rolling hills. Uh, didn't want to leave. It was that that nice. Had the opportunity to meet Tracy uh, Reichow, who is the Reichow, who is the proprietor. The winemaker. It's a one-person operation. She's got about three, four other people that assist her. It's a very boutique operation. Beautiful wine. She was extremely hospitable. And this particular wine that I'm pulling out is their Black Cat 2010 Family Cuvée from Napa Valley. 13% alcohol. 13.8% alcohol by volume. 50% Cabernet Sauvignon. 50% Syrah from the Napa Valley. And Black Cat, just a magnificent uh, area. I can't remember what this bottle of wine cost. I think it was probably in the $50 area. But it was very, very nice, very pleasant. That's what I will enjoy today. Now, here's the cool thing. I've got about half a bottle left. The last time I opened this up was probably, or sampled from this bottle, was maybe uh, a month ago. You're saying, how can you do that? Doesn't the wine turn? Well, I told you a couple of months ago about my special Coravan system, which you can buy, which allows you to extract the wine, little needle through the cork. It puts Aragon gas into the wine, so therefore the wine stays fresh. And you don't have to... Uh, unseal the wine. You don't have to uncork it. doesn't turn. You don't have to drink it in a day. So I press down, give it a little bit of a press on the argon gas. Oh, need a little bit more on here. I will do that, and I'm gently pouring it into my wine glass. Listen to that. Now, it doesn't come out very quickly, but it is absolutely delightful. Beautiful, deep ruby color. And I thought that the 
mixture between the cab, which is spicy, and the Syrah to smooth it out a little bit was just very nice. I will say cheers. Mm. Wow. Expansive on the palate. Smooth. Notes of some berries. Slight hint of pepper. Very warm on the way down. Perfect accompaniment to my Rocky Patel Platinum. So, if you are home right now listening to us on our Cigar Day Primetime Special, chances are you've got your cigar lit, your feet are propped up, and you are ready to enjoy a couple of hours of conversational alpha male pleasure maneuvers. We invite you to join us, 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. When we return, attack on masculine men. Cigar Dave Charlotte Live Pleasure Invasion is set for Saturday, June 14th at the Ballantine. The General will conduct the official launch of the new Banker by H. Upman. Get more info. Go to CigarDave.com. Looking for the latest and greatest in the world of premium cigars? When you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club, you'll be sent three premium cigars each month, hand-selected by me, shipped to you in a customized Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch. For info and to join, go to the new and improved CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. I did it at work, right there at my desk when my boss wasn't looking. I did it in bed. My wife was asleep next to me. I did it on the living room couch. It just started when my in-laws walked in and saw me. 
you can always discuss premium cigars on the premier online cigar club, MontecristoSocialClub.com. Join MontecristoSocialClub.com to connect with a network of social club members across the country who love premium cigars as much as you do. Receive a free new member welcome gift and membership card when you sign up at MontecristoSocialClub.com. I was doing it at a football game. They showed me on the Jumbotron. The Monte Cristo Social Club is an online membership club for adults age 21 and up. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Welcome back to the Cigar Day Primetime Special. If you are listening Saturday, if you're not, you're still in for outstanding alpha male pleasure maneuvers. But uh, we are doing our special primetime edition Thursday, April 17th, 7 to 9 p.m., 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Attack on masculine men. Last week, and actually this is longer than just last week, this has gone on the last number of years that I've been very concerned and have found this to be a most lugubrious situation for those of us that are proud alpha males, those of us with nads of steel, those of us that are proud to be men, that aren't ashamed of being men, that don't have any traits of feminine qualities in any way, shape, or form. Men are persecuted in America today. They have been the last 40, 50 years. It is no longer acceptable for men to be men. And this goes back 40, 50 years ago when feminists promulgated the idea that men have been destructive towards women's careers, towards women's education, towards women's ability to earn a living. Nothing could be further than the truth. They have, pers- have continued the stereotype that all men are violent towards women. That there is this glass ceiling that prevents women from achieving success, from becoming corporate executives, from becoming entrepreneurs, from earning large amounts of money or comparable pay, which we know is a total crock. Women have attacked men for the past 40, 50 years, specifically the feminists. And men allowed it to happen. You cannot tell me that in the year 2014, women cannot get an education, women cannot earn a collegiate degree, women cannot earn a postgraduate degree, women cannot become CEOs, women cannot become entrepreneurs, women may not become senators or congresswomen. You cannot tell me that women can't be part of the presidential cabinet. You can't tell me women can't go into battle. You cannot tell me that women don't have all the same rights as men. But listening to the feminists and the National Organization of Women, or as I refer to them, the National Organization of Ugly Broads that can't get a man if their life depended on it, you would think that men are still the root cause of all 
evil. Who are these feminists? These feminists produced and delivered angry women for the last 40 to 50 years. They have perpetuated the myth. They have perpetuated the myth that women should abandon the family, take on careers, and everything would be hunky-dory. They have promulgated that. When today you talk many women who have careers that say, I'm not fulfilled. I want to do carpool. I want the white picket fence. I want the man to be the breadwinner. Feminists, if you look at them, they are women that can't get a man. They are the ugly women, the women that don't wear makeup, the women that frankly have more facial hair than I do and I've got one massive beard. I don't have 5 o'clock shadow. I get 12.30 in the afternoon shadow. They have more facial hair than I do. They've got their little goatees, and you can see the little hair growing in the mustache region. So feminism has been the root cause of why men are under attack and why men feel to be shamed to be a masculine male, to be a raging testosterone-laden male. Let's look at some of why this has happened. We have seen an explosion the last 30, 40 years of one-parent households. Specifically, we've seen the rise of children, boys, being raised in a one-parent household living with their mother. They don't have a constant male role model. The mother's female traits then pass on to the boy by osmosis and observation, and they start over a period of time acting feminine and acting like a woman. If you take a look over the last 25 to 50 years, specifically the last uh, 25 years, the sperm counts of the American male have gone down from 100,000 sperm per milliliter down to 20,000 sperm per milliliter. Why is that? Because men can't produce the testosterone? No. It's because men, a correction, Boys have been feminized beginning at a young age, and I am convinced, and I believe science will prove it, that when you start acting like a woman, you start becoming feminine, what happens? You start producing more estrogen rather than testosterone. Thus, the sperm counts go down. It is a result of all the aforementioned items that I have listed. But I will get in when we come back. We will talk continually about why this continues to happen in 2014. We will talk about how Hollywood has continued to create this stereotype that men are dumb oafs. And we will debunk the myth that women aren't getting educated and women aren't making as much as men. The attack on masculine men continues. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Rocky Patel Platinum. Not a member of the club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner, or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar, like I do, in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, 
smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Command and control. It's the General Cigar Dave. Are you proud to be an Alpha American? Are you proud to enjoy your cigar, enjoy your libations, and not be nagged at all times? Do you enjoy watching Sunday football and starting early in the morning and watching three, four, five games going until the uh, late evening? I sure do, and that's what alpha males do, and that's what the feminists despise. You see, the feminist movement, lieutenants, would be out of business if they weren't promulgating this nonsense that women still have this phony glass ceiling and that there's inequality in pay. I mean, we saw Obama last week or a couple of weeks ago say that we have to deal with the pay gap, the inequality between men and women, when the, his own Department of Labor came out with a study with statistics saying the reason that there is a disparity is because many women want to work fewer hours. Many women do not want to work 40 hours, thus the disparity in pay. But remember, remember one thing, lieutenants, that doesn't go, that doesn't jive with what the feminists are trying to spew. They are trying to spew the fact that we as men are the root cause of all evil. I will pick this up in just a moment. But first, I want to welcome Joel up in North Carolina, where we will be Saturday, June 14th, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the magnificent five-star Ballantine Hotel for our 16th annual live broadcast and pleasure invasion of the Queen City. And we'll be debuting the new banker by H. Upman. Great stick. Joel, I hope you'll be there. Long ass is general. I definitely plan on being there. Back at thank you. Glad for, to hear that. Uh, thank you for having me on your uh, on your show for accepting my phone call. Uh, one quick comment about the alpha male. I guess this is a suppression of the alpha male. Yes. Is I also believe that part of it is because 
a lot of men are running out on their children nowadays, and so there's not that proper alpha male guidance for those for those alpha males as they're coming up. And Joel, I will agree with you there, and I think that is also a root cause. That is the root cause of that also is because over the years men have been so wussified. If you take a look, remember in the 1950s and 60s, even with the Brady Bunch, you know you had uh, you had. Uh, what was his name? Mr. Brady. That's his name, Mr. Brady from the Brady Bunch. Now, never mind that he was a little light in the loafers. Who knew? But if you take a look, he ran that family. If you look at Leave it to Beaver, Ward Cleaver ran that family. He was the responsible. They were the breadwinners. They were responsible. They Everything was under control with those men, with those alphas. And what has happened is you now have a generation of wussified betas that do run out. They aren't the breadwinners. And in fact, if you take a look, and this is what I was going to get to in just a few moments, the percentages of women compared to men that are graduating from college and going to postgraduate uh, uh, education and their their salaries and, and what they're doing career-wise, women are beating men. And there's a reason for that. It is because men have been made to feel guilty and ashamed for being men again what the feminist movement has done is portray men as these violent evil beasts that need to be tamed and need to be castrated to put them in their proper place and that's wrong and i'm going to stand up for that and i think that those of us that are alpha males you're an alpha male i'm an alpha male i will guarantee you the vast majority of our audience they are alpha males We're tired of this nonsense. And you know what we need to do as men? We need to stand up and we need to tell these feminists to shove it and tell them that they are absolutely wrong and we need to stand up. We've done a very poor job as men of standing up. Let me give you a quick example here, Joel. And I I know you want to talk about the Rocky Patel Platinum and I promise I'll give you all the time you want. One item that I think is paramount and is important to bring up is that if you take a look at men, let's say over the last 20, 30 years, we have not done a great job at organizing ourselves, of getting out there. I mean, take a look at a perfect example is the women's crusade against breast cancer. Here's a little unknown fact. There are the same number of men, in fact, slightly more men that are affected by, by prostate cancer than breast cancer. But if you watch television, and you listen to the news, and you see all these airlines and other companies going pink for the month of October, including the National Football League, what do they talk about? Breast cancer, breast cancer awareness, walk for breast cancer. You know, uh, uh, it's a walk for boobs. That's exactly what they have done. And where are men? Do you know that prostate cancer gets about a fifth of the funding that breast cancer gets yet? Prostate cancer affects just as many, if not more, uh, men than women. Where have we been? We as men have basically let the ball drop because many men today don't aren't alpha. They're not the kind of guys like a John Wayne or myself or a General George S. Patton that are going to get everybody together and say, listen, it's time for us to get together and stand up, and this is what we have to do. We have to mobilize the troops. We do a terrible job. You know, I was on Delta in October, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think that, uh, like, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I want to say that either September or November is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. Do you know that not one company, not one, 
not one airline paints one of their pl- planes with a with a uh, and forget the ribbon. We should have like a blue star or something. They don't do anything for prostate cancer awareness. But in the entire month of October, that's all you hear on television, radio, on, on companies, Delta Airlines. Everything is pink. The flight attendants were wearing pink. They had special pink uh, lemonade they were selling where it was going to go benefit the uh, Coleman Foundation. What have they done for their pilots, for their executives, for their ground workers, even their flight attendants that are men? Nothing. And we allow that to happen. And I'm here today, tonight, to say enough. We need to start saying to these feminist movements and all these other women movements that want to make us feel... castrated that we're not going to take it anymore and we need to start taking the war directly to them and telling them to go shove it that's exactly what my purpose is this has been festering for a number of years for a long time and i think you and i as alpha males and the rest of our audience feel the exact same way just cannot stand we have to stand up and say enough just like we have to take on the enemies of pleasure we have to take on those feminists and all those people that would make men feel guilty for being men. I'm proud to be a man. I'm proud to have loads of testosterone. I'm proud to chase hot dames. And I don't apologize one lick for any of the aforementioned items. And you should not, General. You should not, as should no other man on the face of this planet who is an alpha male, should ever have to apologize for being an alpha male as long as they stay within the limits of the law. But I guess the problem gets to being where once the... uh, the law starts to edge into our happiness. I mean, if, if I'm not mistaken, the Declaration of Independence says that every man has the pursuit of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's right. And, and listen, and as we an as alpha, alpha male, go ahead, Joel. should have that, that right and that ability. And I, as an alpha male, I think part of being an alpha male is we're respectful towards women. In fact, we're, we're polite. I'm quite polite uh, to the harem. In fact, that's why the lovely Ms. Kite can't be here tonight, because she's got to get the harem ready uh, for me after stressful broadcast and pleasure maneuvers. Sergeant Steve is taking the lovely Ms. Kate's place. But uh, I-, I can tell you that as an alpha male, we are, then this goes, there's no question. We're polite. We open doors for women. We, uh, we pull their chairs for them. We are very polite. We are refined. We are men of the world. And I will tell you, this is a true story. Got to be about, oh, 15 years ago, maybe longer than that. I take this dame out and, um, you know, it was, uh, I would say, on a scale of, uh, on, on the uh, CDBF, the Cigar Day Bangability Factor, she was probably about a 7.5 to 8. Definitely not in the top 20%. But nonetheless, all right, took her out and really wasn't that interested. So I went to go open the door. She stops and looks at me and says, "You can, I can do that. And I said, I know you can do it, but I'm being polite. So I go to pull the chair. She's like, you know, I can pull the chair myself. I said, I understand that, and I'm being polite. And so when the she told me what she wanted to drink, the waiter came over. I ordered the drinks. She said, you know, I have a mouth. I can order myself. I said, I know you do. And that's why what I'd like you to now, sweetheart, is take your cell phone and call a cab for a one-way ticket home. And I got up and I left. True story. And the reality is that we as alpha males are more than polite. We are gentlemen. And think of who are the big alpha males. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, John Wayne, they were all alpha males, and they were worldly kind of guys. And it's the exact same thing uh, uh, with us. We don't want to discriminate against women. We want women to have the equal opportunity that we do. But now 
Men are in the minority. Men are in the minority when it comes to college educations. Let me pull out some stats for you. And then, Joel, I promise I will let you talk about the Rocky Patel uh, cigar that I know you want to talk about. Take all the time you need, General. It's your show. No problem. No, But, Joel, this is a community effort here. You know, what is it, uh, like Hillary Clinton said, it takes a village. It takes a village of alpha males and hot dames. Uh, in the graduating class of 2013, according to the Department of Education, women earn 62% of all associate's degrees, 57% of all bachelor's degrees, 60% of all master's degrees, and 52% of all doctor's degrees. Overall, for every 100 men that graduated college with some sort of degree, 140 women did as well, 40% higher than men. Now, I ask you, who's being discriminated against? This goes back to grade school when teachers, and this is proven fact, I've, there's a study that I'll pull out a little bit later that are showing that men, that boys are being treated differently by their teachers, that girls are being pushed and encouraged boys are not because boys and girls learn differently boys and girls act differently when i was a kid we played cops and robbers we played football we played uh we played sports we climbed trees we did all the things that boys do with our high energy levels today not only is that discouraged but if you have a high energy level you have adhd attention deficit disorder that is a load, because when I was a kid, I had a ton of rambunctious energy, but I channeled it in the right areas in order to become successful down the road. And what we're doing now is we're actually scolding boys for having that energy. It's like a puppy. A puppy naturally has a lot of energy. As they mature, they calm down a little bit. But the last thing you want to do is harness a puppy. What you want to do with a puppy that has all that energy? You want to let them go run. Go take them for walks. Go run. Take them swimming. And you'll find that naturally they will expend that energy and they'll put their, their mind to creative uses. It's no longer happening. Joel, I will let you take the floor. You have a question about the Rocky Patel Platinum that is our Officers Club selection for April and the beautiful cigar that I'm enjoying tonight. General, I must say that it is one great cigar. The only problem that I have living in the mountains of North Carolina is nobody west or no store, no one little pipe shop, tobacco shop, or anywhere, has the Rocky Patel Platinum west of Charlotte. Now, you're, are you near, you're near Asheville? Yes, sir. Okay. There is a, a very good cigar store in Asheville, North Carolina. And, in fact, I believe, I'm almost positive uh, that they carry it, and I believe it is B&B Tobacconist because I think I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I do their commercial uh, I know I do their commercial. B&B um, &B Tobacconist Old Time Tobacco Store. And I will guarantee if you walk in there and you tell them that you heard me talk about the Rocky Patel Platinum, you want them to order it, I will guarantee they will. Okay, General, I will check into that this weekend. But, but Joel, and I look forward to meeting you in Charlotte at the Ballantine on June 14th, as I will definitely be there. I'm, Joel, I'm looking forward to it, and here's what I'll do for you. How about I send you out the April Officers Club selection of Rocky Patel cigars? They will come your way. You can smoke them. Then you go to B&B, &B and you tell them you want to order uh, a box of those, because I guarantee you'll love them. It's a great stick. Thank you, General. You are most gracious and most kind. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. I still have much to get to. The attack... 
on masculine men. Now, wherever you are, lieutenants, I hope that you have lit your cigar. You have poured yourself a libation. And I'm looking at Twitter here. I'm seeing many of our lieutenants that are sharing pictures of where they are. Weather's starting to get a little nicer throughout the most of the country. People enjoying their their uh, libation, their cigars, and that's what it's all about. Let's see. We've got Lieutenant Roy. He has got a, uh, what does he have? He's got a Nish Patel Bold and an Old Brown Dog Ale. We've got uh, Lieutenant Mark in Nova Scotia enjoying a brick house. And uh, I don't know what kind of libation. It looks uh, almost looks like a Diet Coke with ice or a Coke. Whatever it is, every libation of choice, the most important thing is you are enjoying, you are partaking, and we welcome you to participate. Follow me on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. Don't forget, Charlotte, North Carolina, Saturday, June 14th, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. All the details at CigarDave.com. Not sure what libation to pair with your cigar? Now at CigarDave.com, you can see what your five-star general pairs together each week for the show. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. The 16th Annual Charlotte Live Pleasure Invasion on Saturday, June 14th at the Ballantine is presented by Altanis USA, maker of fine cigars, the Tinderbox Charlotte, and News Talk 1110 WBT and 99.3 FM. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org.
Cigar Dave's health recommendation. Include ample amounts of wreckage and stackage in your daily diet. Screw the fruits and vegetables. Attack on masculine men. That is what our focus is tonight. But, of course, we welcome you to join the conversation. Anything alpha male, lifestyle-related, cigar, spirits, diversions, dice, dames, the alpha male, good life, 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. Perfect example of the wussification of not just the American male, but all men. I'm going to give you two examples. One just happened yesterday. Off of South Korea, a I don't know if it was a ferry or a ship. It looked to be a pretty good ship. Ran aground, capsized, sunk. You know who one of the first people off the ship was? The captain. Same thing with the Costa Concordia in Italy a couple of years ago. Alpha males or alpha male captains would have stayed until the very end. Chesley Sully Sullenberger, when he successfully guided his A320 U.S. Airways jet into the Hudson for an emergency landing, he was the last to get off the aircraft. Alpha male. These two cowards wussified betas. And that's what we are producing today because of the feminist movement. And I ask you this question. When was the last time you saw a hot feminist? The answer, never. It does not exist. And when you take a look right now at what the ideal man is, it differs from what the ideal man was 30, 40, 50 years ago. Back then, the ideal man was the breadwinner, was the man that went out and just like the cavemen, they went, they hunted the meat, and they brought it back to the cave for the little woman to cook up and take care of the little cave. Men were strong. Men had answers. Men weren't wussified. Men weren't cowards. They didn't walk around with their heads between their tails. That has changed. Today's man, according to what what an acceptable man is, according to the feminist, is someone who is sensitive, in touch with his feelings, open and shares all his feelings with everyone. They're not bullies. No, they're sensitive, furry creatures. That's what the feminists want. What do they say about Chris Christie when he speaks the truth and he stands up to people? Oh, he's a bully. That's the exact thing that they say. He is a bully. Because he stands up for himself, tells them exactly what he wants? That is absolutely absurd. They want the male personality today to portray what a female personality is. They want someone that's sensitive, someone nurturing. And I would tell you that gay men today are probably more socially acceptable to many of these feminists than a heterosexual, testosterone-laden, alpha American such as myself. Guaranteed. A mature man today is someone who is comfortable talking about their inner conflicts, uh, someone who isn't afraid to cry. They want a man to be a woman. And the process of feminization, of wussification, starts at a young age. It starts in school when the teachers give more attention to the girls. When the teacher tells the boys, you have too much energy, calm down, sit down. Boys and girls learn differently. Embrace it. Change with the times. We would get more out of boys, but teachers don't want to do that. They don't care to do that. And let's take a look at Hollywood. 
Let's take a look at some uh, some movies, if you will, and some TV shows. Let's take a look at Everyone Loves Raymond, The Simpsons, Two and a Half Men. I mean, Raymond, he look, came off as a dumb buffoon talking like this. Yes, Deborah. Homer Simpson, buffoon. Yeah, he's funny. Alan Harper, who plays uh, Charlie's brother, is basically a loser. They're dumb, buffoon-like, ignorant, moronic men. That is how they portray men right now. There's a new movie coming out. The other, what is it, uh, The Other Woman, about three women, uh, one guy banging three women. Like, that's a problem? But, of course, you never hear about a movie called The Other Man, where maybe it's three men that are being cheated upon by one woman. You don't hear that. Lieutenants, we will continue this primetime Cigar Dave special attack on Masculine Men. Join us, 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Raging testosterone here, my friends. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Oh, this is beautiful. Just uh, receiving a tweet from Cigar Kevin in uh, Hamilton, Ontario. He says, I chase skirts, drink whiskey, eat meat, and smoke cigars. Great picture of uh, he and his friend in front of a tavern, and it says, Husband Daycare Center. Drop off your husband. We take care of him. All you pay is for food and drinks. I hope they provide the cigars as well. Hey, we are proud to be Alpha Males. In fact, I am so proud that I have founded the NAAAM, the National Association for the Advancement of Alpha Males. We will no longer take a back seat to the feminists. We will no longer sit idly by as we are portrayed as dumb buffoons. We're smart. We're educated. We're worldly. We're alpha and damn proud of it. Welcome back. Hour number two of this special Cigar Day primetime edition. If you are listening to us Thursday, April 17th, right now it is 8.07 p.m. Eastern time, then you are catching us live. If you're hearing us any other time, you're listening to us our normal live slot, noon to 2 Eastern on Saturday, saying, wait a minute, what's going on? 
We're conducting a special primetime edition of the Cigar Dave Show. We wanted to make it accessible and easy for those of you that may not have the opportunity to join in during the live show Saturdays noon to 2. If you want to participate, the Nationwide Cigar Pleasure and Alpha Male hotlines are now open at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Follow me at Twitter at CigarDaveShow, Facebook.com slash CigarDave. We are exactly eight weeks away from beginning the 2014 Proud to be Alpha Pleasure Tour. It kicks off Saturday, June 14th at the Ballantine Hotel, five-star hotel in beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina. Our 16th consecutive annual live broadcast invasion will be making the debut of the new Banker by H. Upman Cigar. Everyone in attendance will receive a complimentary cigar. There'll be great cigar deals, great delicacies, libations. Mick the Brit from the European Theater of Operations will be there. We will have Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Lieutenant Gary, Exo Tim, the entire crew will be front and center, and we invite you to join us. All the details at CigarDave.com, and we have special room rates at the Ballantine if you care to join us from anywhere around the state of North Carolina, the Southeast, the nation, or around the world, you are more than welcome to attend. I will get to the phones in just a few moments at 877-DAVE-007. But talking about attack on masculine men, that has been our focus thus far on today's uh, Cigar Dave show. The feminists over the last 40 years have come up, have conceived this crock that women don't need men, that women can do anything that men can. They don't need men to survive. They're unnecessary. Everything can be done without them, including pleasuring themselves. You don't need a man when you've got Bob, boyfriend on batteries. But I say nothing replaces the real thing. So women from an early age, with these feminists being taught that all they need is a sperm donor, nothing else, men are good for nothing else, and we know that is not the case. They've tried to emasculate men, and they've succeeded. Not all men. I'm not emasculated. You are not emasculated. We're standing up and saying, we're not going to take this nonsense. We're proud to be men. And let me read a little, this is an interesting article by Amanda Chattel, originally appeared on Bustle.com, that I happened to catch. The headline grabbed me. Can men be feminists? You're damn straight, and dating one is the best. As soon as I saw that headline, I knew right where that article, this article was going, this column was going. Can men be feminists? Sorry, I'm not going to look like one of the... Men are better looking and have less facial hair than those feminists. So let me read excerpts from this, and then I will give you my take on this, and I think you will find this to be rather disturbing on many levels. Again, Amanda Chattel originally appeared bustle.com. For the first time in my life, I'm dating a feminist man. This isn't to say that the men of my past were all Neanderthal types who believed I was somehow lesser than them because of my gender. But there is a distinct difference. My fiancé, Olivier, is the first man in my life to proudly call himself a feminist. Okay, right there, Olivier. What kind of a name is Olivier? Now, there's Sir Lawrence Olivier, but that was his last name. Olivier? Olivier sounds like a butler. Remember Mr. French on... uh, what was that show? Uh, family Affair. Where's Where's Olivier? 
Now, she before she even starts this thing, in the first sentence, she says that she finally finds a man who is a feminist. Not to say that all men of her of her past were Neanderthal types. That's what feminists think of the male species. We are all Neanderthals. And I got to tell you, on a somewhat uh, interesting level, there are many women, and you know this. They want that rugged Neanderthal type that'll grab them, take them right to the bedroom, and have their way with them. I'm talking consensual, of course. So let's not have any of these feminists saying, oh, he's, he's espousing violence on women. No. But you talk to women, I guarantee you, whether it's your harem of one or your harem of 32, they like when a man gets a little rugged. And again, that doesn't mean being violent or whipping them around, but taking control. That's what they like. Read Fifty Shades of Grey. In fact, I was forced to start skimming through it because Laura Korn, who was on our Valentine's Day show, said, General, you need to arm yourself with the ammunition uh, for the dames. And so I started to do some research and read some of it. Quite interesting, very fascinating to see something from a female point of view whereby the woman likes the strong alpha male. So we continue talking about her fiancé, Olivier. Olivier isn't just feminist in his thinking. He is a feminist in the way he lives his life, raises his daughter, and approaches all things. I mean, the man actually texted me to wish a happy International Women's Day, saying in 2014, the world shouldn't need a day like this to bring attention to women's rights, but let's keep fighting and hope one day. Are you serious? Can you imagine? I mean, every dame I know, if I were to text them or you were to text them, hey, honey, happy International Women's Day. Let's keep fighting to bring attention to women's rights. What a crock. I don't know any man that would that would text his woman, his harem, his uh, his uh, his uh, guma, his mistress, happy International Women's Day. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Thankfully, I'm glad I didn't know there was such a thing. I continue. Who is this person? Where did he come from? Should I be thanking his mother and four older sisters for the man he is today? Ding, 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 ding. There we have the problem in one congruous sentence. Should I be thanking his mother and four older sisters for the man he is today? He was surrounded by five women. He grew up in a household filled with estrogen. I could rest my case right here. But I won't, because there's more. Should he be, she be thanking his mother? No! What his four sisters and mothers did was essentially raise him in the town of Wussyville in Beta County, USA. That's what they did. The first time I heard Olivier call himself a feminist, you're going to love this, lieutenants. We were having a discussion about the extreme differences between Hillary Clinton and Michelle Bachman. Well, I don't think I've ever had a conversation a, 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 about the extreme differences. However, let me point out the extreme differences. Michelle Bachman, attractive woman, makeup, hair, very, uh, I would say she's uh, on a scale of 1 to 10. She's definitely probably an 8. She's very well put together. I think she's an elegant woman. Hillary Clinton, not so much. Continue in this article. He not only used the word feminist to describe himself, but also pointed out that with so many women in his life, how could he not be a feminist? How could he not want equality for each and every one of them? There's a difference between equal treatment and loss of one's gender. 
The guy has NND, nonad dysfunction, because clearly there's no way that a man could be a feminist and have nads of steel or testosterone. I'm all for equal treatment of women, equal education, equal employment, equal opportunities. But that's not what the feminist movement wants. The feminist movement wants better treatment because they feel that men have been the root cause of all the evil, so therefore they should pay. They should suffer. Continuing with this uh, article entitled, Can Men Be Feminists? You're Damn Straight and Dating One is Best by Amanda Chattel. And I ask you, how could a woman not want to be with a feminist man? Let me tell you, I know tons of dames. They don't want a feminist man. They don't want a wussified beta male. They want a man that takes charge, that is an alpha. They want the five-star general type. They want the George S. Patton type. They want the Frank Sinatra type. They want the Ronald Reagan type. They want the Arnold Schwarzenegger type. All of the aforementioned men exude alpha confidence and exude an alpha swagger. That is what women want. And when I come back, I will finish up this article because she says, here are some of the reasons why once you go feminist man, you never go back. And I will, of course, rebut and contradict each and every one of the seven or eight items that she has in her list. The attack on masculine men, this general is leading the battle to make sure that we as alphas remain proud, remain vigilant, and remain testosterone-laden USDA alpha male. The 16th annual Live Pleasure Invasion in Charlotte is set for Saturday, June 14th at the Valentine. Cigar Dave will be unveiling the new Banker by H. Upland. Get all the information, including discounted hotel info, at CigarDave.com. If you love modern, full-bodied cigars, you must try the new Nicaraguan Puro from Romeo e Julieta. It's called RYJ, and it has critics raving. What makes it so special? Nicaraguan magic. Nicaragua is a mystical land with a magical climate for cultivating tobacco. The tropical sun filtered by billowy clouds, the soft rain, the diverse soils, all combine to produce tobaccos unmatched for strength and flavor. Handmade by skilled artisans, RYJ features a rare Nicaraguan Corojo Jalapa wrapper, Available only to the makers of RYJ, a unique double binder of Nicaraguan Jalapa and Esteli tobaccos, and a savory blend of select Nicaraguan fillers and body and complexity, spicy and intense. These leaves are unequaled for both deep, rich flavor and subtle nuances. Taste the magic today with RYJ, the bold new Nicaraguan Puro by Romeo e Julieta. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. 
Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. and convenience. The general has turned on the no pleasure police sign. You may now feel free to enjoy the good life. All right, I want to wrap up this uh, article. Can men be feminists? You're damn straight and dating one is the best by Amanda Chattel, originally uh, published at bustle.com. So she leaves off with the question, here are some of the reasons why once you go feminist man, you never go back. One, He knows that my body belongs to me alone. Now, that's something that a feminist would say. Oh, it's my body. Don't touch it. Don't do anything with it. All the females I know that like alpha men, they're like, take me, ravish me. That's what they want. Number two, he doesn't subscribe to gender stereotypes in our relationship. Translated, he's got no balls. I run the show. Here's what she says. I look around at a lot of my friends' relationships, especially those who are married with kids. And it's like 1957 all over again. While I'm happy that works for them, I appreciate that our relationship will never never fall into those roles and patterns. Besides, I really shouldn't be left alone in the kitchen unless someone wants me to burn down the house. Let me translate. She's a closet lesbian. That's what she wants, a neutered male that she is able to dominate. I don't even know why she bothers with a feminist man. Why not just get what she wants, and that is a woman? You know, a uh, butch-type woman. That's exactly what... I don't even know what this woman looks like, but I've already got a picture in my head. All right, number three. He doesn't make sexist jokes. Olivier wouldn't dare to make some sort of archaic sexist joke, and not because he's trying to be PC, but because he knows they're degrading, hurtful, and just appropriate as hell. Come on. We are too sensitive in this country. I tell jokes all the time. With my golf buddies, we tell... We tell politically incorrect jokes, and we make fun of everyone. It's kind of like Don Rickles. There's nobody he doesn't go after. We're the same way. 
We make fun of ourselves. We make fun of others. We make fun of everything. But we know it's all in good spirit. We know that it's just amongst men. We don't necessarily believe all the jokes, but here's one that a great sexist joke that I found great is that I was going on one of the planes, I don't know, about six months ago, and uh, there's a very nice, attractive flight attendant. I started chit-chatting. I was going to my seat. She was standing up uh, uh, right next to my seat, and as I turned around, I see two female pilots walking into the cockpit, a female captain and a female first officer, and I looked and I said, Oh, brother, I sure as hell hope those ladies don't have to parallel park the plane. Now, will that be considered a sexist joke? The answer is yes. And I continue to say, if they don't have to parallel park the plane, we should be okay. And I kind of looked and crossed my fingers. That was a joke. This woman, I guarantee, would find it to be uh, just totally, totally sexist and inappropriate and degrading and hurtful. It was funny. Even the flight attendant laughed. It was a funny joke. It wasn't done mean-spirited. I know you don't parallel park airplanes. Hello, I'm a pilot. All right, four. This is another kicker. He's raising his daughter to be a feminist. So he's raising his daughter to have facial hair, wear no makeup, have hair under her armpits, hair on her legs, and basically have uh, a pungent body odor on a regular basis. That's essentially what it's what means to raise your daughter to be feminist. Number five, he's passionate about women's rights. For the first time in my life, she says, I can have serious discussions with my partner about women's rights. He feels my pain when we see a giant backward step. We take a giant backward step. And he shares in my happiness when we get a win. Okay. she can. Have, I have never had a serious discussion about feminism or women's rights with any dame I've ever dated or any dame in the harem, ever. In fact, all the dames I know really could give two dams about discussing feminist rights because they're smart enough to realize the people, the the women at the National Organization of Ugly Women that can't get a man are just that, angry, ugly dames that are isolated because they don't have the looks to get a man. They're Yugos when men want Bentleys. That's fact. Number six, he's feminist in the sack, but not how you think. Okay, when I think he's feminist in the sack, that well, he certainly has no nads, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, I just have some notions there that I don't even really want to get into. I just think overall that what she's saying, he's feminist in the sack, essentially... He's acting that way because he has no alpha blood in him. He's a wussified beta. And I guarantee you, she's the dominant partner in the bedroom. Guaranteed. Number seven, we're both on board with our feminist wedding. We've totally changed the ceremony, said it excludes certain words like obey and husband and wife. So let me get this straight. Now the term husband and wife are sexist? She's a woman, woman and wife. Now, granted, you can have men with today's, uh, today's uh, you know, gay marriage thing. There's got to be a man or a woman that's, in the, in the case of two uh, homosexual men, you got a guy, one guy's got to be the, the wife, one guy's got to be the husband, somebody's got to be the giver, the other guy's got to be the receiver. That's just how it is. 
That's not being crude or sexist. That's just how it is. But since when are the, is the, are the terms husband and wife to be considered controversial or to be considered extreme? And you know what? I like the term obey. I want my dame to obey because it's all about us as the alpha male. The front porch to the back porch is theirs. The rest of the world is ours. I'll finish this up when we come back. Take your calls at 877-DAVE-007. When I finish this, I think I've done plenty of pontificating on the attack on masculine men. We have proven our point. We are making sure that as the founding member, or as I am the founding member of NAAAM, the National Association for the Advancement of Alpha Males, that we make our case heard, we stand up, and we are proud to be testosterone-laden alpha males. We will continue around the corner, lieutenants, on this special Cigar Day Primetime Edition. The April selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is Rocky Patel Platinum. It's easy to join. Go to CigarDave.com for details. Listen up, all you cigar lieutenants. We've got your next set of marching orders. While it seems like everyone is busy trying to wussify America, there are still some who value the premium cigar good life. Head over to CigarMaestro.com, where you can learn directly from some of the most knowledgeable cigar experts in the world. The Grupo de los Maestros, the makers of great brands including Monte Cristo, Romeo e Giulietta, H. Upman, and many others. When you understand the hard work and skill that goes into crafting every hand-rolled cigar, you'll appreciate every new smoke even more. Finish the training and then pass the test to earn a true symbol of alpha male cigar knowledge, the Certificado de los Maestros. You already love premium cigars, but now you can take that appreciation to the next level. Visit CigarMaestro.com today. CigarMaestro.com is an exclusive premium cigar educational website for adults age 21 and up. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Cigar Dave's Five Star Lounge is open for your pleasure. Home of big name entertainment, top shelf booze, and beautiful dames. Well, talking about this article by Amanda Chattel entitled, Can Men Be Feminists? You're Damn Straight and Dating One is the Best. Just as my suspicions confirmed, I did a search on uh, the internet, I have seen pictures. Everything that I pictured and portrayed this woman to be this feminist, 100% correct, 100% true. All right, let me continue on here because uh, uh, I want to finish this thing up here. Uh, Let's see here. Okay, I left off talking about that 
They're both on board with their feminist wedding, that they won't use words like obey and husband and wife. Apparently, husband and wife are now offensive terms, according to this. Instead, they'll be pronounced as partners in love and life. Now, she also says we're going even Stephen on the financial end of the marriage. That I find that interesting, because one thing about these feminists, they all talk about a big game, how they want... They want equal treatment, and they want uh, fair pay, and women can do everything men can do, men can do except when it comes to picking up the check, except when it comes to divorce settlements and alimony. They are the first ones to have their sticky hands out for alimony. And if they're true feminists, then they should believe that women don't need men, therefore there should be no alimony. Let's see what they have to say about that. You and I both know what the answer to that is. No such luck. And that's another topic that I will get on in the next uh, number of weeks. That if you get married today and you don't have a prenuptial agreement, you are a freaking idiot. You are a schmutz. You're a schmuck. You're a giant putz. You must protect yourself. Because believe me, when it does end, we had one of our lieutenants call saying, General, I took your advice. After a year, she totally changed, didn't want me smoking cigars, didn't want me enjoying my libations, didn't want me going to Vegas with the guys. I got a divorce, had a prenuptial, she got no alimony, everything was mine is mine, and out the door she went. Clean and even, and he got a new dame relatively quickly. He upgraded from what he told me. All right, number eight. He gets that breaking news, she says, my physical appearance isn't perfect. She says, I've gained a bit of weight since Olivier and I first met, and he's not only fine with it, he accepts it and loves it. He knows that wrinkles in the aging process are part of the deal and that I'll never be a Photoshop photo of perfection. After a lifetime of feeling self-conscious about my so-called flaws, I now realize they're lovable and to him, perfect. Okay, let me dispel this nonsense, this load of horse dung. Wrong. The reality, you, sweetheart, are the only thing he could get. He couldn't get a hot dame... Because he's a wussified beta feminist. So, he had to settle for a broken down Yugo. Do you think if he had the opportunity to go after a Bentley, a hot dame, a 10 with a uh, ample decolletage and a nice rack and legs that extend from Miami all the way to Atlanta, do you think for a second he wouldn't say adios if he could get that piece of tail? The answer is he'd be gone faster than you could say feminist out the door. That is the reality. So she can say all she wants, that he accepts me, he's fine with it, he loves it. That's because Olivier is a wussified beta and can't get a hot piece of ass. End of discussion. So this whole article is nothing. This column is a load of bunk. Any man that starts off the conversation with a woman that says, I'm a feminist. I will tell you every dame I know would walk out the door. And every dame I know tells me they don't want a nice guy. They want an alpha with big nans that's got some attitude and a little bit of bad boy in him. Everyone I know. Now, that doesn't mean they want a guy who's a total ass who treats them terribly. That's not what I'm saying. But they want an in-control, take-charge alpha type that runs the show, tells them where to be, what to wear, what time they'll be picked up for their date. And if a woman has a problem with that or finds that offensive, hit the eject button immediately. No question about it. 
All right, let us go to the phones at 877-DAVE-007. We have Clemson Tom in South Carolina. Tom, I appreciate your patience. You are front and center on this special primetime edition of the Cigar Dave Show. First off, brother, I'm going to start this phone call off with a hell yeah. Loving the show. Glad you enjoy it, Tom. Now, first of all, Tom, let me ask you, what cigar are you enjoying and what libation are you accompanying that cigar with? I got me a Coors Light, and I'm the the Uzi. My Uzi weighs a ton. The Muat by Drew Estate, our March Officers Club selection. That is a damn fine cigar. I'm hey, I'm loving every bit of it. As First you should. Of, Great stick. From what you're saying, I think it all starts from the T-ball era. Everybody's getting these participation awards. Back in my day, when your team sucked, your daddy told you to work harder in the off season. Am I right? Tom, you bring up a great point, and I should have brought that up, and I'm, I appreciate you bringing that up. Tom, don't you know that it is offensive to want to try to win at an athletic competition at a young age? Don't you know that that is teaching boys to be competitive, to want to win? No, that goes against the socialist mantra that the feminists and the uh, current taxocrats are espousing right now. I mean, it is it is it is it. sinful for you to think, God forbid, that you try to actually play and win a game at five years old or seven years old, whether it's t-ball or it's soccer or football. Uh, by the way, football—that's the next thing they're going after. They're already going. It's too violent. I can already see it. I Sundays. Can see it. Next thing you know, we're putting flags on ourselves. Oh, let me tell you, Sundays we shouldn't have all this violent hitting. Let's have soccer all day. Look, I enjoy watching soccer, the World Cup, but if you think I want to watch soccer. Every Sunday from September until February, good luck. Not happening. I tell you what, the, the the best lesson I ever learned was getting getting your butt chewed from your coach after you lost. And even I re- the the farthest back I can remember sports wise, elementary school, T ball. We lost in the championship, got second place. To this day, I don't have that trophy in my house because I knew second place is the first loser. I mean that's just what it is. I don't know why we're teaching them. Everybody's getting awards, general. And, well, because when my son grows up, he ain't getting no award if he loses. That's right. And what it's done, everybody thinks, well, that's good. It gives them confidence. Wrong. What it says to them at a young age is that no matter yeah, how, whether you work hard or not, you're going to get the same outcome. That's the socialist mantra. That's exactly. Everybody gets the same outcome. Why is it that that today's man is soft? In fact, interesting article I couldn't get to. Chris Dolman, who is the um, uh, for, he's actually a a, a, a Pro Football Hall of Famer. He played from 85 to 99. I think Dolman played for the Vikings or the Bears, if I'm Vikings, okay? Here's what he said. He said that the millennials, the generation now entering adulthood, and not all millennials, because we have plenty of millennial listeners and they are alpha. They enjoy the good life. He says, are sometimes decried as entitled and privilege. He says that we're seeing the effect of that generation in the NFL. He's saying, and I quote here, there's a lot of soft players out there. Soft, soft players. I watched a piece on 60 Minutes that talked about the millennials and really touched on the quarterbacks and the players out there today. This is a class of players that feel like they deserve so much more. I don't know if the work ethic is still there. I think these guys want to win. I think they want to be good players. But are you willing to do the hard stuff? This I'll ease into the game type of attitude just isn't good enough. You have to be able to step up there and make it happen. And he's exactly right. He said, when I was playing... A coach didn't mind getting into your face and really saying, this is what you need to do. There was a certain kind of accountability. Now, if you look at these coaches, 
they have to be sensitive. They have to talk about their feelings. Why? Because we've got feminist athletes now. It's not like the old days. I was a big Bills fan, and I'm going to tell you, I remember yeah. they didn't have to worry about uh, Coach Marv Levy chewing anybody out because if they weren't performing, Bruce Smith got in their face. Jim Kelly, Andre mm-hmm. Reed, Thurman Thomas. And let me tell you, they didn't care. There were players. Thurman went into Kelly's face and said, you need to step it up. They all had that mutual respect. You don't have that today. We're soft. We have created a soft generation, and we're seeing it now with the wussification of the American male. You said it. You said it best. The wussification of America. You know, everyone's feeling entitled. If they don't get what they need, then everyone's just quitting, throwing a hissy fit. Next thing you know, there's lawsuits everywhere. God forbid you didn't get the starting position. Now everyone's getting. Now we're suing the coaches. Well, you're seeing you know, that now. I, that you can't even. You can't even. You can't even yell at the players. God forbid. Look at the players at, at the Florida Gators blocking each other. Well, Muschamp can't even lay into them like he wants to. And I don't even like Florida. You know, at Clemson, we're, we're doing – we had a player right there. He didn't like that he wasn't starting. What does he do? Runs over and starts cursing and throwing temp, temper tantrums. Just over there, just over there crying, belly aching. Right, and what, the, the coach ought to grab him and Finally, say, sit something. your ass down. End of discussion. Oh, he, he sat his ass down, packed his bags, and sent him back home. That's what he did. He was off the team the next day. Right, because they Finally, are – something, something good. They are entitled, and that is exactly what we have created when we create – we create this 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 fake sense of security for these boys saying that everything's okay even if you lost 10 to 1 we don't keep score well guess what life is about keeping score all right and that is a reality and i always tell i've got a lot of friends of mine that are soft on their kids and and they say look I don't want my kids to have jobs. You know, I, I grew up, I struggled, I made it. I want them to have a better life. And you know what? Three of them all came to me the last probably two months. We were smoking a cigar at my place, and they all said the same thing. They said, Dave, we have made a huge mistake. I have created a soft, uh, lazy, entitled son that feels like everything should be given to them. They come walking in telling me, "Oh yeah, for when I when I hit 16, I want a BMW 700." I mean, this is what they're what? saying. And and I'm going to tell you something. I don't care whether you are Warren Buffett or whether you are Bill Gates. It is not healthy if your kid comes in and says, "Hey, I'm 16. I want a $70,000 car because there's no appreciation." I remember when I bought my first car when I was in college, my first new car, my father, cigar father, said, you pay half and I pay half. And I worked to get it. It was a Ford Tempo. I remember it was a 1985 Ford Tempo. Hell yeah. And Clemson, Tom, I will tell you this. I thought that car was a was a Rolls Royce, and I treated it like a Rolls it. Royce because I earned it. it. I love that car. When people ask me today, of all the cars you've had, what's, the, what's your favorite car? Without a doubt, my 1985 Ford. Ford Tempo that had an AM FM stereo, no digital, had roll down windows, but it had air conditioning. And I said, man, I have made it. Life doesn't get any better. And I can guarantee you one thing. There was no way in hell because I paid for half of that big investment at the time. There was no way I was going to do something stupid and get that car into an accident or uh, do something uh, extremely dangerous. Wasn't going to happen. And I have an appreciation. You have an appreciation. Many of our alpha male uh, lieutenants, they have an appreciation. We're not doing anyone any good by telling everyone you're an automatic winner, even if you get your ass handed to you. It doesn't do any good. But again, this is the sensitive BS society that we are now living in. We need general patent. We need a general patent to say, this is how it's going to be. This is how you got to do it. End of discussion. 
you know, we've got great men and women in our armed forces, and they are definitely amongst the finest uh, of our generation today. But, you know, I really believe that every American for one year at 18 should automatically go into the service. Men, women, boys, girls, everyone should do it. Why? Because you no longer have that sense of entitlement. You have a stake in your country. And if you have to go fight for that country and your ass is on the line, you're going to think highly differently as you become an adult. And I think that it would do everyone good. You wouldn't have these guys with the baggy pants uh, playing their music, you know, 500 decibels, thinking that everything should be handed to them. Everybody should go in like they do in Israel. End of discussion. Tell you what, Clemson, Tom, I appreciate you joining us. How about I send you out some of the Vegas Samum Edition Especial 2010 series from Altadis, a great stick, medium-flavored. They've just brought it out. It was a limited edition a couple of years ago. Now it's coming out on a regular basis. It's a great cigar. I know you'll enjoy it. I will, brother. I appreciate it. All right, Tom, hey, we hope to see you June 14th in Charlotte for the live broadcast invasion of the uh, Queen City at the Ballantine. I'll do my best, brother. All right, my friends, stand by. Lieutenants, the final and concluding segment of this special edition of the Cigar Dave Show is next. The Cigar Dave Officers Club ensures you have premium cigars each month picked by the general himself. Sign up today at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The 2014 Alpha Male Pleasure Tour begins in Charlotte, Saturday, June 14th at the Ballantine. Presented by Altadis USA, maker of fine cigars, the Tinderbox Charlotte, and News Talk 1110, WBT, and 99.3 FM. I cannot tell you how many times lieutenants come up to me and say, General, I wish I could enjoy the same great cigars you get to sample before everyone else. Well, good news. For the last nine years, you've been able to do that. If you've joined my Cigar Dave's Officers Club, every month you will receive three cigars direct to your door shipped in a fantastic Officers Club custom Ziploc cigar pouch. Membership is $22.95 per month. There's no long-term contracts. You're not satisfied? You can cancel whenever you want. It makes a great gift for birthdays, holidays. In fact, 
I suggest you take an Officers Club membership and spoil yourself. Sample the gamut from mild to full, natural to Maduro, robusto to perfecto. The Cigar Dave's Officers Club has great cigars delivered to you every single month. Join today at CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club and enjoy great cigars. Command and control. It's the General Cigar Dave. Unabashedly proud to be 100% USDA certified alpha, your five-star front and center on this special primetime edition of the Cigar Dave Show. A couple of great tweets that we have retweeted out. One from Lieutenant Mark, a text conversation with his wife that you have to see, uh, as well as uh, Lieutenant Robert sent in a picture of the whiskey that he is enjoying. It is Wyoming whiskey, 88-proof Small batch bourbon bottled in Kirby, Wyoming. I have immediately, after tonight's show, I've got to get myself a bottle. It looks absolutely delicious. Thoroughly enjoying my Rocky Patel Platinum, my Black Cat Vineyard Special Family Cuvée from Napa Valley 2010. And let us welcome, from the European Theater of Operations, the great Mick the Brit. Greetings, Mick. General. Greetings, General. Good morning to you. And I've got to tell you, my good Friday's just got off to a great start. Mick. Isn't every Friday a good Friday? <laughs> well, actually, you should say that about Saturday. Saturdays are really good. Uh, good Friday, good Saturday, they're all good. Mick, uh, we have summoned you, of course, to the European Theater of Op- from the European Theater of Operations to the 16th annual live broadcast and pleasure invasion of the Queen City of Charlotte, Saturday, June 14th at the Ballantine Hotel, Charlotte, North Carolina, as we debut the new banker by H. Upman. You will be front and center, Mick, as always, conducting a fine revelry at the live broadcast invasion. Indeed, General, and I can't wait. It would be fantastic to be back there at the Ballantine there. Now, Mick, Always that... a, a great event. Yes, let's, sir. Let's talk about what's going on in the European Theater of Operations as it pertains to the uh, alpha males. Are alpha males under attack there as well as here in the U.S. of A.? Yes, and uh, also the beatification of men, TV commercials, general. You know, male-female sort of family situation, you'll always get the man, they'll, they'll try and make the man look stupid. Or, you know, you'll see the wife vacuuming, or the guy trying to have a go with a vacuum, and I'll give it here, dear, I'll do it. You know, to try and sort of make the guy look stupid and uh, ineffective. Mick, next week... Yeah. Mick, next week, you're right. And next week, I've got a great story on with pictures, with visuals. A man, I, I don't even want to call this guy a man. He is a pathetic uh, member of the, and I use the term male species loosely with this guy. He is being paraded around on a leash, walking on all fours in the middle of London. And uh, I, I'm going to no. talk about, oh, yes. And I was worried there for a second because it almost looked like you. And we actually sent the picture to our. Uh, to our laboratories and our special electron microscope to blow it up and digitize it properly, even though it looked like you from the distance, it was. I'm, I'm pleased to say it was not you, Mick. Absolutely no way, General. I'm, I'm Alpha. I'm, I'm British beef. 
You're true, British true. beef. Is that what the uh, Dames call thing- Wait a minute. Is that what the Dames call you? Come here, my big British beef. <laughs> well, almost. Nobody um, calls. M- I tell no- you another. I tell you another thing with uh, yes. man and females. Now I've noticed. Uh, you know, the man and female when they get the taxi cab, it's the woman that are standing there on the side of the street flagging down the London taxi cab, and then what my buddies tell me that when they get, it's time to come for the to pay, it's the woman that pays the driver. You know, the guy says nothing, does nothing, just sits there like a wussified beat out. And that's what. Do you think that would happen if I was out with a dame here in London? Absolutely no way, General. It is pathetic, and you are exactly right. You see women. I'll never forget uh, uh, a friend of mine a number of years ago. I said, uh, "Great, you know, we'll go out, uh, you know, for your birthday." And she says, "Great, I'll pick you up." I said, "The hell you will! I'm driving. I will pick you up." And she said, "I got to apologize. I- I'm just not used. I'm used to wussified beta males. That basically, I've got to be like the mommy and the adult in the whole thing." And I said, "Not with this five star." But you're, Mick, you hit it right on the uh, right on the head. You're exactly correct. We're seeing more and more of that. And again, I think if you take a look, you talked about TV and commercials. I think the original one of the movies that I think is greatly responsible for this is Mr. Mom. There's Mr. Mom. Three three men and a baby were these three guys, kind of like buffoons. But that Mr. Mom, I think, set the bar, basically showing Michael Keaton as, uh, you know, kind of a zero, you know, uh, overseeing the house, and his wife is out there earning the money. I think that was a turning point. I don't remember what year that was. I want to say that was around 1980 or so. But I think that was a major turning point. You see it today. There's a movie coming out called, uh, what did I say, Um, The Other Man. No, 1983 was that. There was Mr. Mom, but there's another one called The Other Man, where it's one man. He was banging three women, and of course, all these women now are conspiring and plotting to make his life miserable. But how come we don't see that with uh, the other way around? There are plenty of women that cheat on their men. Mick, we appreciate you joining us. We will see you uh, very soon in Charlotte, Saturday, June 14th. Don't forget, lieutenants, eight weeks away, live broadcast invasion to kick off the 2014 Cigar Dave Proud to be Alpha Pleasure Tour. All the details, CigarDave.com. Hope you enjoy this special edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Cigar Dave, the general saying, may your humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delicatio. Always pleasure. A happy Passover. Happy Easter. I enjoy cigars. I enjoy libations. I enjoy grilling. I enjoy football. I enjoy being the chairman of the board. I enjoy hot dame. Hot dames, this proud certified alpha male has a message to the National Organization of Women and All Feminists. Your attack on masculine men is over. Your 40-year reign of terror on men is over. Take that to the bank, ladies.